welcome back to yet another podcast about video games. It's episode five. Craig. Woo! 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 This is the Stop and Stop cast. I am Brad. And I'm Craig. And today we're going to talk about PAX East. So excited. But, as always, hopefully you remembered, what have you been playing? I... I think I talked about this in an earlier episode, but I beat uh, Transformers Devastation. Yeah, you actually talked about it last episode. You started okay. playing it. Right. Uh, well, I beat it. Uh, it was not very long, but it was fun. Um, like I said, just uh, the Platinum games I'm always a fan of, so it was always fun to just beat, shit out of, beat the shit out of people. Um, yeah, the uh, and I, I actually did look into it. The... Um, the game is based off of like a more modern Transformers series, yeah. but they use the art style of the uh, the Gen One stuff. Okay. So. Yeah, there was confusion. I thought it was yeah. Gen One, but yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I said, they look like them, which is why originally I thought I was like, but it's not. But I don't know too much about the OG. But anyways, um, a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Um, I think I only paid like fifteen bucks for it. So I mean, if you get it like anything like under under thirty, I'd say it's definitely worth a pickup. So for for those interested, um, I've also been playing a lot of uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth on PS4 for my uh, my nerdy RPG game, and uh, I played. I think I put like 15 hours in this weekend just because I had nothing else to do, which is a lot, but it's not a lot, I guess. At the same time, compared to what other people do, um, yeah, I'm still not even halfway through it, but I'm uh, leveling up my Digimans and, and shit. Sick. Yeah. What about you, Brad? What have you been playing? Um, I had our friend Sean over, good old Spo, um, the other day, and we played some Sega Genesis, Ooh. which we talked about in the last episode, and something happened over the weekend that I wish happened for that last episode, but it didn't. So, I'll talk about it in a minute, but um, we played some Sega, I played some like Aladdin, um, in this game, X-Mutants, and they were, Aladdin was sweet. X Mutants was terrible. <clears throat> it was really dumb. Um, did we play anything else? I don't think so. Uh, also, I started playing again. Started playing The Adventures of Lolo for the Nintendo. Yep. Which is, if you don't know, it's like a top-down puzzle game, and the goal is you're working your way up this tower to go uh, and rescue your girlfriend Lala, who's pink. It's like a pink circle, and you're a blue circle, and you're trying to rescue her and you just go through rooms and solve puzzles and it's fun and i enjoy it i'm about halfway through at this point um now um those characters are in kirby games right like his bosses i don't know i don't think so maybe i don't, I don't yeah know. like uh <clears throat> to the internet to the internet um while you're while you're looking at that i'll talk about the last game i'm playing um i recently <coughs> excuse me uh bought uh the goat simulator DLC Payday, and I've been playing mm -hmm. a butt ton of Goat Simulator, um, and it's actually pretty fun because you can be either a goat, you could be a flamingo, you can be a camel, or you could be a dolphin in a wheelchair. Wow, <clears throat> it's fun. I mean, I love Goat Simulator, and this is just kind of adding more stuff to it and a new level. And it was actually like, uh like essentially missions and tasks you can actually go do. Mm -hmm. and it's fun. Um, I'm probably almost done with playing that, but yeah. 
back to Lolo? Did you find anything? Uh, yeah, they uh, they are characters. They're also in the Kirby games too, but Lolo came out before Kirby, so I think they did just uh, put them as like cameo bosses or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Lolo's yeah. a great game. Mm-hmm. I remember having it as a kid and being terrible at it and didn't get it, but now that I like puzzle games, it's like super fun. So yep, you should play it. Everybody should play it. But yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Uh, I haven't been playing really anything else. Want to uh, talk about the game night that we had? Yeah, we can talk about the game night. Yeah. Um, at Brad's place on, well, this past Friday, uh, we had a mini game night with our, you know, most of our dedicated crew. Yeah, one couldn't make it. Yep. So we played uh, we played Codenames, the board game, uh, slash, I don't even know if you want to call it card name. Well, card game, we'll call it board game. Yeah. Uh, that was, t- that was t- a lot of fun. A tabletop game. Tabletop game. There we go. <clears throat> Um, I'd already played that before. What do you think of it? Um, aside from me being terrible at describing trees, it, <laughs> I, I get. I guess I, I will say in your defense, you were a bit distracted. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was really dumb. He's like a kind of tree. I'm like, uh, is it? Is it? Is it maple? But tree to, but to note, apple? there were there were there were two on the board that yeah. like describe this it was apple and maple so yeah he goes it's a kind of tree not looking at what it was supposed to be <laughs> he was describing maple and i picked apple and then i'm like okay craig don't just because like i got it wrong obviously so i'm like next round don't give me a clue as to what the the word was for the original <laughs> tree because i know what it is and of course craig goes syrup and i'm like are you kidding me I'm stupid. What do you that want was to say? yeah. That was you were uh, you were <laughs> off somewhere else. Yeah, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, we did that. What else did we play? We played uh, that Gauntlet game for N64. Yeah, Gauntlet Legends, which is like <laughs> it's exactly like Gauntlet Dark Legacy. So if you're gonna play anyone, just play the GameCube one. Was it just like a shitty port? No, it's it's not. I think it's just an older. It's like because it, it like the, it they played, don't, the I thought it was the exact changed. same game. It's the levels weren't the same. The design of the it game was. was but the really? levels were different, yeah. I thought it was the same game because, no. like, all those levels I remembered like playing. It, they don't really differ much. It's just you walk around hitting stuff. No, they weren't. It was definitely not the same game. I like food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, the great, the, the great the, voice the female acting. characters. Was, every time you ate like a chicken leg, it's like I, I like food, and then like the guys would just go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And then, then, we played, uh, then you introduced uh, me to Quiplash. Yep. Which by was, uh, Jackbox, which was uh, a lot of fun. We uh, we had some good times with that. I'll I'll leave that at that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I will I will say this one. My favorite and it sticks in my head was uh, what was it like, like what would you name it, a chimpanzee if it was a stripper? <laughs> and I I I had that question. I don't remember what I said because the other one was so good. The other one was banana split, <laughs> which I thought was a, a solid. That was good. I think that was a Mark answer. So yeah. I'll. Uh... Props to him. Yeah, that or it might have been, it might have been Kevin though. Who for knows? Now. <laughs> oh, oh, regardless, it was it was not me. I know that. Oh, like what are pirates really bad at? And Kevin wrote taxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some some of the some of the 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 PG rated ones. We won't get into any more than that. Yeah, but I I did get some screenshots, so I'll uh, make sure to throw them at your way for uh for the blog spot. Yeah, that was uh that was fun. I had never you had told me about it. I had never actually played it. And it was fun. It was so fun. I, I never, yeah. like, doubted you. We, I just hadn't had a chance to play it yet. Oh, my God. It right. was a riot. Yeah. Uh, so I guess yeah. that kind of covers what we've been playing. Yeah, and more stuff. Um, 
Do you have any news to talk about? Um, well, I'll talk about my my what what happened to me over the weekend, which you know about. I do know about so this. So I was, and this is what should have happened before episode four, but didn't happen until afterwards. Um, I got a text from a coworker of a picture of a bunch of video games in a box, like systems, like it was PlayStation, GameCubes, and a bunch of Sega games and whatnot. And she's like, do you want this? And she had found out that I'm a collector and she said, give me your number. Cause I go out to flea markets and stores. If I see anything, I'll send you a picture and you can tell me if you want it or not. She's like, are you interested in this box? I'm like, yes. How much? So I'm waiting here back, waiting here back. I'm like, Jesus, she's at the store. She's there for a long time. She goes, I don't know, a box of wine question mark. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like confused. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is this your stuff that you have? And to find out one of her friends is moving. She owns a little store that, and her friend said, Hey, come and look at my garage. If there's anything you want for the store, just take it. So she sees this box out of the corner of your eye and she's like, what about that stuff? She, and the guy's like, Oh, that's all trash. I'm throwing it all out. She's like, not that box, put that in my car. And it was hmm. this, it was two playstations with a game, uh, a GameCube with, I think like eight games, a model two Sega Genesis with like 13 games. And I think that was, I think that was it. But literally she gave me all of that for a $15 box of wine and some of like the highlights. I mean, I was stoked because it, it literally, I think almost tripled my Sega collection. I didn't have much to begin with. I had like, it was like over tripled. It was, I had like five games. Now I have 18, but like some of the highlights, there was a zombie ate my neighbors in there, which is like a $40 game or $30 game. Um, I got Aladdin, which was fun. I got like all the Sonic games. Some of them were in case, some of them weren't. Um, mm-hmm. but for that price, I don't care. And I got an F Zero GX. Yeah, it, so. I gave you an F Zero GX and a and a uh the Waybird uh, receiver. Yep, because I don't which need I needed because yeah. I only had a spare controller, so that was awesome. So thank you. Yeah, I got. You're welcome. I also got some of the other highlights. Uh, Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube. That's got to mm-hmm. be what a thirty dollar game. Yeah, between twenty and thirty, I'd yeah. say. So that's. I mean. Hey, That's it's sweet. still more than that box of wine. Yeah, and then there was a loose Mario Party 5 in there. Yeah. And I happened to have a case and manual sitting in my closet just on the floor that I acquired. How so I was like, sweet, complete now. Awesome. Yep. So Can't be that. Yeah, was there anything yeah. else in there that was worth noting? Um, you sent me the picture, but I don't really recall anything I mean, that was That was the major stuff. Yeah, I was I was mainly excited for Tales of Symphonia. You, say zombie, you said the Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, right? Zombie Ate My Neighbors I was really okay. excited for, and Tales of Symphonia I was pretty psyched for. Yeah. And, you know, one of those games could easily pay for that lot, so. Yeah. So now I have, a, I have an extra. Those are worth keeping unless you, like, really don't want it, I guess. So. Yeah. Oh, there was also an Ocarina of Time um, strategy guide in there. It's in pretty crud condition, but still, for that price. Who cares? Who yeah. cares? I'll keep it. Get all those, uh, get all the Yeah. Someday. But yeah, I was really excited for that. Um, I've been, I've been getting a lot of good lots lately. Uh, you know, I was in a good dry spell too. And then you got me the Intellivision and now I got this and yeah. it's just, it's just setting myself up for a really good packs. But also I'm going to a flea market on Sunday up by my parents and hopefully that's a good, that that's a good, good day. Yeah, we will see. I'll, we'll talk about it next podcast. Um, yeah. Real quick before we move on, have you seen the Star Wars Rogue One trailer yet? I did actually. So what do you think? You um, <laughs> it was actually kind of a funny thing was uh, 
how do you, it's technically a prequel. <laughs> yeah, technically. So it's kind of like, oh man. But, um, no, I actually, I actually really like the trailer. Well, um, here's the defense. You say it's technically a prequel, but yeah. So if we're talking prequels, like episode one, two, and three, those were main story arcs in the main Star Wars films. This yeah. isn't. This is a, it's a Star Wars. But it story. still takes place before episode four. Though. Yeah, but it's not. Therefore, it's a prequel. I guess technically, but they're not considering it. They're not calling it episode three and a half, you know? And no, I know, I know. It's just, it's just a joke. The fact that it is technically yeah. a prequel to episode four. So it's like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. It could be the pre- best prequel is it, kind of it, where I'm going yeah, with it, that. It, I think it's going to be a cool story. Um, yeah. I'm not like uh, super excited as I was for episode uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. But I'm still um, excited. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the casting seems fine. It, it feels very different than a typical Star Wars film, which I like though. Yeah. Um, it has like a very, very serious tones to it. Um, which Star Wars, you know, it's, it has, it's, it has a serious times, obviously, but it, it's kind of goofy and silly. It, yeah. You know, I mean, usually all, all of the films have had their jokes. Right. So. Um, especially the Christmas special, man, that thing is hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I actually would like to go see that opening night. Like, yeah. if that, if they have another, you know, like, I think we saw episode seven, like seven or eight o'clock the night before, I would definitely go see that if I had the opportunity. Yeah. That was, that uh, time, so. it, it looks good. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a cool story. Um, yeah. You should I, go into it, like realizing it's not like a full fledged Star Wars film, but yeah, in my um, head, I'm like, I'm not super excited for it because, or I'm not like hyping it up as much as I was seven because it's not. They're not, they're yeah. not billing it as a main story arc in the Star Wars. It's not episode eight. It's right. Plus the reason we were excited about that is because it's like, oh, like it's developing characters that haven't been developed yeah. in 40, 30 or 40 years or whatever. So, so, or yeah. So it's, that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. This is a still really cool, but less cool, I, if you will. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited and I'm, I'm glad that they're doing this because there's, I feel like there's a lot of potential and a lot of stories that need to be told in the Star Wars universe. And, and Disney can make a lot of money. And, yeah, and they're going to do it. And I and I don't think they're going to, at least not in the next, I don't think they're going to put out a flop in the next five or ten years. You know, eventually. Well, they're doing the, the Han Solo movie comes out the end of next year. Is it uh, the, that one could go either way. Yeah, because then uh, episode eight would be out in 2018. Okay. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know why I thought it was going to be like seven Side story, eight side story. No, it's gonna be because it's almost three years between yeah. seven and eight, so it's gonna be. I think they're gonna try and do one a year <clears throat> to get that Disney dollar. So hey, I, I think I think for the next, you know, like I said, five to ten years they'll they'll do good movies and then yeah, I, I'm hoping they don't beat a you know dead horse, but no. time will as tell. long as like everything is original, I think it'll be okay. So. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. If it sucks, it sucks. I'm not, you know, it's a little sleepover. Hey, at least we're getting Star Wars films. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Anything else? Anything interesting happenings in the Crunch um, world? I guess the only other thing, I don't really, this is beating another dead horse, I guess, but like the, uh, the Caligo Chameleon is officially dead. Yeah. Officially. Even though the Caligo license is already gone from it, but now like, the Chameleon itself is dead. Which So, I am, uh. Happy to hear about that. I guess the guy was just like a total fucking fraud. Yeah, he he made a huge rant, and we won't go too into it. If you want to hear about, if you want to hear about the whole story of like the Coleco Chameleon and the Retro VGS, I suggest checking out the Completely Useless podcast with Pat the NES Punk and Ian Ferguson. They do a lot. They did a lot of coverage, and they were sick and tired of it. But 
but their last podcast they they talked about the final you know hurrah of it um mm-hmm. i enjoy hearing it i think it's funny um but yeah it's dead it's done shit you did oh yeah oh yeah so whatever <clears throat> honestly like it's in theory a cool idea to kind of bring something like that back but yeah People who collect, like, retro video games, they want to collect retro video games. Like, they don't care about a new system that, you know, does that shit. Yeah. Because it's not technically retro. We we talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts briefly. Yeah. My My idea for it would be to think if there was an alternate universe or an alternate timeline where the next gen was still cartridge beyond N64... To see how they would have developed the uh, technology and kept it cartridge to see where it would have been. I, I think that's a cool idea. Um, but it, it, it would have to be, you know, it, it's just no way it would, it would work because you have to have, you know, the major the major companies on board for that. It's just yeah. it, it won't happen. It's not it's not feasible in my mm-hmm. head. It's a cool idea. And the reason I think it's cool is because I am a retro video game collector. So mm-hmm. I would think that would be sweet. But. It's never gonna happen. Oh, oh well. Oh well. Life goes on. It does. Um, so, in so. the before we get into our main topic, I'm gonna grab another beer. Okay. <laughs> While Craig's grabbing another beer, I'll talk about the beer I currently have. I am drinking a Sam Adams Double Pilsner. Prior to this, I had a Noble Pils, which was actually really delicious, and I'm not really enjoying this one. This. Uh, Double Pilsner, eight point six alcohol. That's probably why I'm not a huge fan of alcohol content. All right, I'm back. I was just telling what? the folks about the beer I'm currently drinking. What's the beer you're currently drinking, Greg? Uh, double Pilsner. But if you were listening, you would have already heard it. So we're gonna. Is it the is is that part of the same Adams pack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to find that the uh, what was it the Lager Adventure pack? Yeah, something like that. Total ripoff of the Harpoon Adventure IPA pack. Whatever. It's uh, I don't know which one came up first, but Noble, Noble Pills is good. This Double Pilsner off the bat, I'm not a huge fan of. Here, we're gonna we're gonna do this on the on on the microphone because it's cool and it makes the sound. So really? the Nitro IPA, so obviously it makes a cool sound. You open the can up. Whoa. <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> okay. Aside from beer, uh let's get on to Hang on, let me let me pour it first so we can cut this part out. Or we'll just leave it in. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we're gonna leave this in. All right, here I'm filling the glass. I can hear it. It sounds cool. I'm I'm hard pouring the glass. Or hard, sorry, hard pouring the can. Yeah, I'm done editing this thing. I'm just gonna leave all the <laughs> crap in. I don't really care. Okay. Yeah. We're raw. What's you know we're raw dogging it today. Um. Whoa. So enough okay. about beer. We're gonna talk about some video game history real quick. Woo. Um. Normally this segment's a little longer, but we want to talk about packs, so mm. it's gonna be quick. Um. So, Brad, tell me what's happened in April in video game history. Yeah, 1982, uh, Universal sent a letter to Nintendo um, demanding that they cease production and hand over profits of Donkey Kong because they were investigating similarities between Donkey Kong and King Kong. Uh, it eventually went to court, and the court found out that Universal Studios, years earlier, had proven that King Kong was a public domain. So, therefore, Nintendo was in no violation of anything. <laughs> so Universal tried to sue Nintendo for, I'm guessing, copyright infringement and stuff on King Kong with their game Donkey Kong, yet Universal had proven years earlier that King Kong is public. So, 
Way to go, Universal. That was stupid. Don't, don't fuck with Nintendo's lawyers, man. Yeah. Well, this was back in 1982, so this was before the NES. This is when they were putting oh, Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. Arcade, and it was on – probably I think it was on the ColecoVision and the Atari 2600 they were porting those games to. Yeah. Um, 1992, uh, Link to the Past was released in North America, so that's one of the best and highly regarded Zelda games. I think it's between that and Ocarina of Time. Which one's your favorite, personally? Of the whole Zelda franchise? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, I'm going to go a little by it. Well, because I played it so recently, I'm going to say Wind Waker. Yeah, I could agree with that. It's For me, it's a toss-up between Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time, probably. Yeah, Ocarina of Time would probably be my number two kind yeah. of, to kind of fight with that. Wind Waker is very, incredibly polished. It, like, it just plays a lot smoother. Um, but Ocarina of Time hit the nail right on the head first time out of the gate, so... Yeah, and I didn't play Ocarina of Time until after, um, after Majora's Mask, actually, so it kind of uh, took me a bit to get used to that game. Because um, Majora, like Majora I, I liked it, but I never like really fell in love with it right away. Yeah. So it was sort of weird, but uh, Wind Waker, I, you know, cruise, no pun intended, just like, kind of cruise. Yeah. Or sorry, sailed right through it, I guess, huh? I mean, have you ever played A Link to the Past? I have. I played it on the first time I played it was uh when I was little on Super Nintendo. My brother rented it and I played it and had no idea what to do like once you got in the castle. Yeah. And I was just stupid and a kid. And then um I beat it on an emulator in I think middle school when I played a lot of Super Nintendo games for the first time, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um and I I got the uh, the Game Boy Advance version also and beat it on there. <laughs> I remember going on like the zelda kick and my, my goal was i was like okay i'm gonna play through every console <laughs> zelda game in order all yeah, the way yeah. up and at that point it was twilight princess was the last one which i had already beaten but i was just like i'm gonna do it all so i did zelda one and i beat it and then i tried zelda two for about a blip and then stopped and then went to a link to the past and i was like i was like I, no offense to the original zelda but this game is so beautiful yes yeah. it is such a good looking game and it, it yeah. holds up to to like to this day it yeah. is i'll say it's one of the best looking games zelda games they have i mean it's so nice yeah it's a it's a cool looking art style oh, and uh one of, it's a good looking super nintendo game oh it absolutely is i never did beat it though i didn't get that far into it and then i kind of just stopped Ooh, that's a shame yeah i'll eventually do it um <clears throat> but to move on 1999 super smash brothers was released on the n64 Ooh. In the U.S. or was this in like Japan? Uh, I don't know. I didn't write it down. We'll pick okay, one. fair it enough. Was in... It was released somewhere in, in April. Slovakia, we'll say. I love Slovakia. Yeah. Those Slovak um, jawbreakers, mm, those are delicious. <laughs> now I know you're not a big fan of this franchise, but I am a fan. You are a fan. I will chalk it up to, but then I can prove myself wrong. I can chalk it up to that I never really played multiplayer games when I had the N64. Like my sisters didn't play with me. It's what I say. But yeah. then I'm like, we played a fuck ton of Goldeneye together. Yeah. But I don't know. I just never, I don't know. They, they had, I remember they said, you got to try this game. So they rented it and the, they had played it at their cousin's house and my, my sisters, they're half siblings to, so people, it's not, they're not my cousins too, but they brought it over or rented it. And I just was like, meh, just never. I don't know, but I like Power Stone, which is the same style of game. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. Um, because you played Power Stone with us, right? Was that the first time you ever played no, it? No, like, I played it. I played it with my cousin. 
Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood that. Um, yeah, because, I, I mean, I enjoy, you know, the multiplayer beat the shit out of your friends types games. Yeah, um, so do I, but I don't know why I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm probably just being an elitist douche and just being like, I don't like it because. I agree. You're being an elitist douche. I, I don't, no, I, I don't I, care what, I don't care what you're saying. You're just being an elitist douche. <laughs> no, I honestly don't enjoy the game and I can't tell you why. I just have never been a fan. If, if they put Banjo Kazooie in it, would you feel like 100% different? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I absolutely wouldn't. I would. It's a great franchise and it's a good game. You're just being a whiny bitch. That's all I got. Right I'm now. not even trying to whine about it. It's I'm being not saying a whiny it's bitch, a bad... Brad. <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> I I enjoy the Smash Brothers franchise for the record. Yeah. I um I have no qualms with any of them. I, people shit on Brawl. I love Brawl. Solid Snake was my favorite part of that game, and I'm so pissed off that he's not in the new one. Um, but my only qualm, I guess my only issue with the newest one is. Why did they pick Bayonetta? And why are there five fucking Fire Emblem characters? That's all. That's all. Not that there's anything wrong with Bayonetta. I love the games, but she just seems very odd for a Smash Brothers game. And again, five fucking Fire Emblem characters, dude. Like, really? Three of them are the fucking same. Yeah. No, nobody really knows Fire Emblem that much. It's, it, I, I get it. It's, it's a popular franchise. You know, it's making money and they're marketing the new game when they release the newest character, Corrin. But like, dude, come on. Really? It's all. <laughs> he likes it. I don't. We should have a debate on it in a future episode. <sighs> or I could just kick your ass in the game and we'll end it there. Oh yeah, and that's why I, I just I'll just rage quit, and that's why I hate it because I'm just terrible yep. at it. That's yep. probably why I'm just not good at it. I don't know. Never got into it. But next topic, our next one, yeah. uh, 2011, Valve releases Portal 2. A game we both enjoyed also and played co-op. Yeah, we did the co-op together. Um, should go back and do more stuff in that, actually. Yeah. Um, I loved this. Th- th- that franchise was one of the first. Once I got back into video games, that was quickly one of the first. Like, I played Portal 1 and loved it and quickly moved on to Portal 2 and loved that even more. And then we eventually <clears throat> um, sat down and played the co-op. And, yeah, that was really fun. The game is phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. It was... um. Well, Portal 1 obviously has its charm because, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a very straightforward game. Uh, Portal 2 actually included like a plot. Yeah. I, would, I would go as far as saying. And, uh, it made it a lot more fun. And I, uh, I'm, I'm going to probably tie this into a topic we're going to be going to our, our PAX topic, but, um, at PAX East 2011, I think it was, yeah, it must have been 2011. Um, I went to the the, Val, the Valve booth and they had Portal 2 there or whatever and uh, I watched like the demo of it there. I didn't get to play it and that sold me on the game. Cool. Like that's one of the few times I can actually say, wow, just watching that trailer video whatever made me buy that game. It's, so it's, I did. It's such a good it game. It was great. Yeah, it was great. I loved it and I, I still love it. Yeah. I ugh, every Every moment of that game is like perfection for me. Yep. Can't say enough about that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last one. 2016. This year. This month. April 2nd. Um, and it's something that we should go do. I would love to go do. It would take a little trip. Um, but the National Video Game Museum opened up in Frisco, Texas. Yeah. And from what I've heard... Where is that in Texas, like, roughly? Do you know what's um, near? You know you know the state of Texas? 
<laughs> Texas is a big state. It's a big state. Um, it's collecting in the dustbins of obscurity. Um, I don't know where it is in Texas, but it's apparently... Oh, it's up near Dallas. It's like three or four guys, and they have, like... They're, like, collectors. Like, they are, like, the top of the top for collectors, and they decided they wanted to open up a museum, and they've been trying to do it for years. I think it was supposed to open up in December of last year, but it finally opened up, um, and I guess their collection is absolutely, like phenomenally impressive i guess they have like i want to say they have like a texas instruments ti-99 like demo unit like store display which oh is, yeah like, what the who the hell has that you they know, do it, stuff like that that you know <laughs> the really odd weird stuff is what i like i love yeah so i i, I want to go i want to go and i guess um, I'm not, I don't quote me on any of this, but I guess, you know, it's a video game museum. So a lot of these systems, you know, they'll hook up a system for you to play a game on with a little placard on information on it, but it's interactive. There's interactive games you can play, mm-hmm. which is sweet. It's not just like, look at this amazing system behind the display case. Look at this amazing system and play it, enjoy mm-hmm. it. So I'm, I, I want to go really bad. Yeah. All right. I'm telling you. All right. Here's what we're there. Next January, we'll go to PAX South together. We'll get cheap flights. We'll go to Dallas. We'll go to the video game museum. We'll get us some really cheap flights. There you go. Even better. So we'll do this. We'll go. We'll fly to Dallas. We'll go to that because it's only about maybe like a half hour north of Dallas. So we'll do that. Then we'll drive down to to Houston. Actually, no. I'm sorry. We'll drive down to um, I forget the town. It's on uh, it's on the way from Houston to San Antonio. We'll go see the giant pecan. Oh the boy. world's largest pecan. Oh, I'm sorry. It's in Sagan, Texas. And then we'll go to Bucky's, which is the best store in the world. And then we'll go to, we'll go to Pack South. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Perfect. Or we can do, I'll, or I'll instead of Pack South, soon. we can do Retropalooza. That's also an option. That, ooh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Pack South anyway, so going, doing this all in one would make sense for me. I would prefer Retropalooza. Well, that's fine. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's that's future us's problem. Um, that's, yeah, that's 2017. But yeah, I did a current history thing on a history museum. Yeah, they blow your fucking mind right there. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But it's still about it. retro stuff. So yes, whatever. It's a current thing about history of video games. Whoa. So on, on that note, we're on to our main topic of packs. Love East packs. 2016. Well, we're going to talk about past packs first. All right, so we'll talk. Well, all right, let's let's um I've been to Well, I, I I'm going to say you got me into going into packs. So, I yeah. started, you know, we were friends in high school and whatnot. But then after high school, we didn't talk for a couple of years, I would say, a year or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we just didn't get in contact. And then I started talking and hanging out with you guys again, and then I started getting into video games again cuz I had fallen out of that for a couple years and started playing video games again and you had said you should go to PAX you should go to PAX go for the weekend we always go for the weekend it's a blast and yeah. I'm always leery on like conventions and festivals and stuff like that because I had gone to you know I'm big in at heavy metal music and I'd gone to OzFest I love going to concerts uh-huh. but OzFest I hated I hated it it was like 102 degrees out Wall- Wall- where Wall- is OzFest anyway 
Where is Ozfest? Oh, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a, a touring festival. Oh, it's a touring festival. Okay, I didn't know. But it's, it's like huge. A it's, they have like two location. stages. It's all. It starts at like ten in the morning, and it's all. It goes yeah. to like midnight. So yeah. I went, and I'm like, "There's just too many fucking people. There's a bunch of bands I don't care about." So I'm like, "Okay, there's gonna be a bunch of sweaty, smelly nerds and a bunch of games I don't really care about." <laughs> but you finally convinced me to go, and I, you know, I was like, "Well, what do I got to lose? I'll go. I'm hanging out with my friends. If I hate it, I won't go again." And I love which it. I think I think 2013 was your first year. This yeah, this will be my fourth year. So it was yeah, 13, 14. Yeah, this will be your fourth. This, so this will be my fourth. So yeah, I've been going since uh, East 2010, which was the first Pax East. Yeah, kind of went out on a whim, but um, yeah, I've never looked back ever since I started going to East anyway. Yeah, it's been like a tradition that I've been graciously invited into. Yeah, it's and um. Since then, I've obviously been going to, I started going to PAX Prime in 2012, and I've been to each one since, and then I've been to the only two PAX sets also. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's now part of my life, which is crazy. Yeah, it's so. cool. I mean, you started going as a spectator, you've, be, you've done, you've, you've been on panels now, you'll be doing what, your third panel? Uh, this is my third panel, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm honestly shocked I haven't mentioned this yet on here, but, uh, I'm, uh, a, dire fan of the uh pax has their own basically pin trading community and such involved with it and can, and, and, and can, uh, can closely be related to like disney disney has yeah it, it was inspired by disney pin yeah. trading shockingly yeah even like the creator even said like hey you know this is this is inspired by it so pax is called penny arcade expo but this is called wait for it penny arcade oh get it i get, get it. it i get it it's it's hilarious hilarious I, I know. Um, so that started at East 2013, actually, which would have been your first PAX, and it's I've been doing it ever since. Um, yeah, but I've I've uh, been on panels, and this panel for East actually, uh, I I ran it, or actually I'm running it, and uh, gathered people up together as a you know our our team of panelists, and uh, I'm ready to do that. So it was a uh, kind of a cool experience. Yeah, and I've. Uh, I've also enforced a few packages, which is like their their volunteer service essentially. Yep. So, um, yeah, I've I've seen quite a few different views of the convention, but uh, attending is still probably my favorite though. Yeah. So, like, you know, just being a regular Joe Schmo. So. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Being on a panel's got its perks because you get essentially a free badge. <laughs> yeah, that that is a nice perk of it. But you know, you're the way I look at it for us is like. We're literally there to market their product. <laughs> the least they could do, I guess, is give us a badge. I mean, well, as a as a kind of a joke. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't like try to. I don't try to advertise you, that. You you're know, not that perk. I but mean, no. I mean, I do it because it. right. I mean, I I love the. I feel like I've. I'm not that I feel I. I've helped build the community around like people that just freaking collect pins. Like we've done so much as a as a group to like bring new people on, make friends make enemies you've, maybe i, mean, I don't you've know you i have pins now yeah but you like got them they, that's that's the cool thing about it though it's like they bring a lot of ips and you know that you and you that that's the whole thing is like it's a marketing thing like they want to attract new people to get into it. it's like it's like oh they make that one pin for a game you like oh but there's also this pin which is kind of cool too and you like you you build it and you know you go from there and the next thing you know uh, i'm you own right. every pin from every year and you're on a panel yeah yeah i i'm insane and am what we define as the uh the completionist and has uh has everything and will do nothing to not will we'll I mean, stop at no ends to get them i completely understand because uh i mean i guess in, in terms of video game collecting 
I'm a collector. You have a collection. You're not like a diehard like me. But like yeah. the, the pins, I feel it's like it's there's a lot of crossover there for sure. Oh, definitely. It's just the that mentality of like finishing this. Like yeah. once you've kind of started, you really can't stop. Yep. And it's like it's arguably it's not impossible to do. It's expensive to do. But like there's, I mean, I'll just throw this out there. Like there's one pin out there which is worth anywhere. It, it varies from like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars for just one pin. And it's only because they they printed 300 of it, and there's only, like, less than 100 are accounted for, like, in our community. So it's it's pretty pretty hard to get. So um, people go crazy, you know, when the thought of even, like, being able to trade for it even gets mentioned, let alone buy it. You know, some people are insane and will spend money on it. Yes. I am, I am stupidly lucky, and it just was basically given to me in something I bought. Um... They did a, uh, like a, uh, it's called the Fukubukuro bag, which is Japanese for like the lucky bag or whatever. And they basically just penny just threw a bunch of shit in the bag and sold it to you. And in two of the, ba- two out of 500 bags, they put this pin in there that they had like five left over of. And I was one of those two people that got it. So lucky, lucky. And Pete, and people call me the lucky, lucky piece of shit, basically. So <laughs> I'll agree with the piece of shit part. Yep. Me too. Hey. So. Um, anyways, let's, let's move on from this. That's, uh, yeah. enough, but we'll, we'll get more into pins as we get into so, our, like, uh, pack schedules. Yeah. Pa- well, past packs, I mean, from my experiences, um, um, I've had, I've had, you know, I'm a collector, so, um, that was first and foremost. And I've had, I've had good years. I've had bad years and going into it, you're not going to get an amazing deal at packs. It's a bunch no, of, it's if, like you're going to get the convention rate for most everything. Yeah. But you know, you, if you, if you're, if you're well versed in, in in collecting, you know a fair price. So, you know, and you can haggle. I mean, if you're gonna buy a whole bunch of stuff, do not be afraid to say, "Hey, will you sell it to me for this?" The worst thing they're gonna say is no, and you either don't buy it because you're not comfortable, or you buy it for a higher price. Um, but I've gotten some um, great stuff there that I'm excited for. I got, we talked about this last podcast, um, the TI-99-4A, I got that with the voice synthesizer and a bunch of games for like, I think it was like 70 bucks, and I talked them down like 30, they wanted 100, I, I talked them down, I just asked them, um, that same vendor, I also got a ton of boxed Virtual Boy games, which I probably overspent, but I was really excited about them. Yeah, I mean, you also have, you know, like, the story now behind it. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, I mean, it's, that was, that was, I think that was all one year. That was a great year. Um, and the funny thing is, is I have one more thing that sticks out in my mind. I got this from that same booth. I got, um, one of my variants. It was an Army Men Air Combat in the gray, which at the time of purchasing was about a $40 cartridge. Um, the other one is a green one, which is more common, which is about, at the time, was probably like a $10, $12 game. And I got it for like 12 bucks in the gray cart. They didn't realize mm-hmm. that it was worth more. Um, yep. cause I think at the time variants weren't as big as they are now. Um, I'm not quite sure of the price now. Um, some of them have risen, some of them haven't. Um, but you know, at the time it was a $40 cartridge. I got it for 12 bucks. Sweet. Was this, this is, you got that in 2014, right? Like the, that was the, the first year. That was the first year. Was it? it? Yeah. Cause I remember the first year you also got, um, you got worms. Arm, Armageddon. Did I? Yeah, you paid like 30 bucks for it. And now it's like a hundred dollar game. I don't remember that. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, now I'm gonna remember for you. That was like the first thing I remember you telling me because like you, this is one of the first booths you went to, and you showed me it later. It was like a little dinky booth, and uh, you found it for like thirty dollars <laughs> on N64. Obviously, I don't even remember that. Good on me. Yeah, yeah, you got it at PAX. I'm like, I am 100 percent positive of that. Hey, I was no, there. I, I, I wasn't like with you when you bought it, but you told me about it later. I was I, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love worms. Sweet. So, good on yeah. me. That was a good find, especially back, probably back then. That was still a good price. It was so good of a deal. You forgot about it. I don't even remember that. I was probably more excited for Army Man. Um, I I thought that was a I thought that was a year later, but whatever. Anyways, yeah, who knows? I don't know. Hey, I don't remember that. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Plus that TI ninety nine man. That's going to be going to some good use soon. Oh, absolutely. So, I, so things to look forward to. Things to look forward oh, to. Yeah, things to look forward to. Super fun. <laughs> um, Especially Yahtzee when it works. It never works for you. Nope. Because you're a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I was, <clears throat> excuse me, that, you know, I guess was the convincer for me going was, um, indie games is what got me back into gaming. So you're like, yeah, they have the indie mega booth. It's just this huge section of just indie games. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. And I have, you could spend a weekend in there and still probably not see everything. Oh, I, I spend so much time in there just looking yeah. at, um, games that I saw there that I was, that intrigued me enough to eventually purchase um, if they, you know, when they were released. Um, the Swapper, remember one year? Um, Oct- was that there? Hmm, that was there, yeah. That was oh, I didn't know the Swapper was there. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's how I heard about it. Swapper was All there. Right. Octodad. Yep. Um, Contrast, which is a good game, but it was a little bit of a letdown. But still, it's I liked it. Um, it was a little buggy, but it was pretty ambitious, I think, yeah, for when it came it was, out. like. It it wasn't a flop. It was a good game. I I, no. I would like to go back and replay it. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it more than not. It was just like you said, it was buggy. Yeah, but there was there was some issues for an indie game like with a three D. I don't know if you would call it a platform platform and puzzle game. Whatever. Yeah, it was a puzzle platformer for sure. Yeah, it was um it was it was still very unique and cool. So. Yeah, and uh, I, I that um jazz punk, which huge fan of that. That was um an adult swim game. Um, yeah game that i won for free um it was doom and destiny doom and destiny on the what was it what was the it was some booth uh, here spinning, i forget what it the, was yeah the um uh, i don't remember but uh they i did get an email from them like a year ago and they were like yeah any game that you got from this like here's a steam code for it yeah so yeah. i i got the steam version i still barely played it doom and destiny is a really fun like 8-bit or was it 16-bit? Yeah, it was 16-bit, like... Uh, RPG. RPG, but it's, like, uh, an RPG that makes fun of, like, like Dungeons & Dragons nerds. It's um, really Yeah, funny. where they, like, they get basically get sucked into, an event, like, a real adventure or whatever. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a 16-bit RPG, like, Super Nintendo-style, um, that has a lot of, like, pop culture video game references in it. You know, one-liners. It's... It was a really funny game. Check it out. It 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 it'll only take you a few hours to beat it. Yep. Um, but yeah. Um I suppose I'll give you some time. I have some more stories for Pax. Past From Pax's past. of Past? Pax's is of past. Um I have a couple more stories, but I I've been talking too long, so go. Yeah, I got I got I gotta think now. Um you've been going I have a lot longer. more history. This is this is just for Paxis, by the way. I'll be doing a Pax Prime thing later on when that happens and such um uh, let's see pax east 2010 we had some kind of shit show stories i remember the first time it was uh me and my friends john and aaron and 
uh, we're all friend, uh, fans of Pan Arcade, which is why we went to it. Um, and we went to the first East, which was in the smaller convention center. It was at the Heinz Convention Center. Which, going back to that after going to, like, PAX Now is like, how the fuck did that all fit in there? Yeah. Which, it was a much smaller scale show at the time. But it was just like, damn, like, I can't even imagine that going back to it. And uh, just the, the horror stories of me trying to figure out our hotel. Because, like, somebody gave me the reservation and it got fucked up and false charges and everything. So that was kind of a nightmare. Um, that was a fun first story. Um, the pokey crawl. Remember the pokey crawls? I do. I just remember Adam. Um, I'm assuming he was intoxicated, just yelling at me and like pestering me. It's like you're not having fun. You're not having fun. <laughs> I, I drink, but I don't like to. Like I'm not. I went. I went to the the pub crawl to hang out with my friends, but I didn't partake because it was monetary. I'm like if I really wanted to get shitty. I would buy, you know, a six pack or something and just pound a bunch of beers in a hotel room for a for fraction, much cheaper for fa- a fra- uh, fraction of the cost. And I'm like at a place where I am content and comfortable. Yeah. Um, you guys like to go to the pub and, and it more on you. I wasn't miserable. I was wandering around with you guys doing my thing. And Adam's just like, you know, having fun. Why aren't you drinking? Drink, drink, drink. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to spend $120 at the end of the night for a bunch of shots. Like, I'm good, man. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty no, funny. I can, I can definitely understand that perspective. Yeah, because I, um, I was like, I'm saving all of my pennies for all of the video games I'm about to buy tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I didn't... We can we can skip what happened to the hotel room my first year. Was That that wasn't the first year. That, that was the, the second year, wasn't it? No, that was the first year I went. No, because no, Adam wasn't there that, that, that year. Adam didn't come till the next year. Are you sure? Wait, no. no that wait, was, hang no, on. Nope. No, no, yeah. That's, no, no, I'm right because we went to the Pokey Crawl in 2013... Um, wait, no, no, it was that wait. was the first year. No, it was. It was the first. It was 2013. It was 2013. It was, was Ad- oh, I'm sorry. Adam was there for a day. Adam was Adam there, was there for, just, just Friday that, that year because it was you, me, Sean, Adam, John, Aaron, and then Aaron's girlfriend was there do, briefly. Do you want too. me to tell the story? Do you want to tell the story? It's, this is your call. We can skip. I'm it. not. I'm. I'm. Uh. Tell the story. Okay. So, first year I went. Um, uh, looking back, it's an amazing story and it's hilarious, but at the time it kind of, I was still, I'm, I'm a pretty like easygoing guy, so I didn't get like super upset, but they went to the pub crawl. They were all really drunk and then we're sitting there and they decided they're going to order food at like 1130 at night or probably later than that. This is later. This is probably like one or two at this point. So they ordered some probably, food. Probably one. So we're all sitting in the hotel room and Craig throws up. Um, not on himself, but on the, he's laying on the bed and he throws. It entirely went on the comforter. Entirely went on the comforter. Nothing, nothing touched me. It was all on the comforter. So Craig throws up on the comforter, um, throws up and then Adam, the food had arrived and Adam at this point has, has already prior to Craig throwing up, has already started eating Craig's sub. And I was, I was, I was having the spins and I'm pretty sure the scent of food like set my leg. So Adam's eating the sub that Craig bought. And then Craig throws up, and then Adam looks at him and goes, does that mean you don't want your sub? And he's like, already halfway done with it. Um, and then Aaron's girlfriend at the time, who's younger than us, is like, honey, you threw up. And Craig looks at him and he goes, yeah, I know. He's like, Craig's sitting in his own puke, pretty much. <laughs> and she points it out. It's like, And Craig's like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I know. It. I'm sitting in it. 
So Adam like hobo sacks the thing and throws it out in the hall. <laughs> never to be seen again. Well, the, I guess the story goes is he puts it in the, across the hall, the room across the hall, and as he's like sitting <laughs> down, the door opens. <laughs> the people he's like, oh sorry, and then he puts it on our side. Um, <laughs> but then the next morning. I hear, you know, Sean's sitting in the hall and he's like in a crouching dog pose. He's like, I ruined the weekend. I ruined the weekend. Like curled up in a ball. He had gone to the bathroom, didn't quite make it to the toilet and put his hand in front of his mouth to like try to hold the vomit in. But instead of it holding it in, it just sprayed it like if he had thrown it into a wood chipper and it got everywhere, <laughs> like in between the shower curtains. I mean, like you take a shower, you'd be clean. You'd step out, you'd be covered in vomit. It was just, just yeah. it was a smelly room. Yeah. And, uh. I remember as soon as you threw up, I like cuddled up next to to John on the on the on the floor, and John's looking at me like, "What the hell is your problem?" And, I, and then he realizes that you had had uh, vomited. Yeah, but yeah, that was my was first. A... Like that was that was day zero at Pax, and Craig threw up everywhere. <laughs> Sean threw that's up. That's actually that's still the only time I've ever puked at Pax. Uh, yeah, I've never puked. At Just Pax. for the record, like even even in Seattle, I have never puked. That was a good from story. From drinking too much. And I am shocked because I have been fucked up in Seattle. Yeah. Let's just say that. It was, uh, that was, it, looking back, it's really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any other, any other interesting anecdotes? I have a couple more. Um, I guess a couple highlights. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't want to talk about pins too much because I'll probably end up doing a thing on that some other yeah. time. Um, Craig likes pins a lot. Yeah, but I I mean I'll I have friends who are all into it too, so I'll probably bring somebody in to make me seem less insane by having somebody else <laughs> just as crazy talk about it. Yeah. Um, um I'm trying to think, like any cool pieces of sweat. I mean I've one of the big things I regret over the years actually is um waiting in line for a game for like way too long. I think my biggest regret is waiting in line for like three hours to play Borderlands two. Because it's like, it was like a 10 minute demo. I got a t-shirt that they only had one size of and it was too small for my fat self. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying. So after that day, I kind of swore like I'm never gonna stand in line for like three or four hours for a game again. And then last year I stood in line for Overwatch like four times for two hours at a time. So whatever. But why? That that was for pins though. Yes, that was, that was different. Again. That was different. Not yeah. that much. Never for a t-shirt, or at least if it's a for a t-shirt, do some research and make sure it's a size that fits me. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get too big into this, but uh, Dungeons and Drag Queens. We talked about that in our tabletop episode. So yes, we did. Um, that was a fun moment. But if you want to hear all about that, go ahead and check back at the tabletop episode. It could use some more listens. Yeah, <coughs> definitely. Um, as could all the other episodes. Yeah, but that <laughs> one specifically. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the uh, your board game from last year, or do you want to kind of leave that alone? In one we have second. One second. Uh, real quick, um, I want to talk about MacFest Jam Space. So, okay. it wasn't last year. It was the year prior. Last year, I was unimpressed. I was very disappointed. But the year prior, it was a blast. So, um, it was like halfway through, or it was like, it was either day one or day two. And I, it was, I think it was day two, beginning of day two. I was like, I'm pretty much done. So MAGFest is a music and gaming festival and it's in Washington, D.C. every year. It's it's like January. And every year at PAX, they have a um, jam room where it's open jam. Anybody who can play an instrument can go up and play and have fun for like 15 minutes at a time. And Do they have the triangle up there? No, they don't. Oh, then I'm not going. They they have equipment. You don't need to bring anything. You can just They have basses and guitars and amps and drums and everything, keyboards. 
all set up. You go up, you can go with a group of people or meet people there and play. Um, they do concerts here and there. Last year, the reason I didn't like it is because it was pretty much all concerts and barely any open jam time. This year, it looks a little bit more promising. I might go. But I went, and I played with a lot of the guys from MAGFest, and it was a blast. I had so much fun. Um, and I met a friend of mine there who was working in the op- in the jam room named Yusuf. Absolutely monster guitar player, monster drummer, like super talented, but you know, he played a lot of guitar and we had, we had this like, almost like this little packed band. It was like a core group of people that we would all just switch off. And it was just, I'd be there for hours on end. And just, I had, that was, that saved the weekend for me. I had such a good time hanging out with those guys, um, playing with them. And, uh, you got some good connections too over the time. Yeah. Well, and what ended up happening is I, I kept in touch with Yusuf, um, and he invited me to play at MAGFest. He was putting together a band, and they were doing pretty much... I mean, you have to play video game music, but he had all this music pretty much written, and I would just have to learn it, and I could do like three songs, and he put together this huge band, and we would play a huge set at uh, MAGFest Prom, and and, and I, I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm going to go. It was free badge, free hotel, um, and I got to hang out at the convention and play music, which I love to do. I'm, love to do. I'm a bass player, so I was super excited to do that, get that opportunity. And uh, all I had to do was get myself down there. And I was like, I'm on board. But unfortunately, personal circumstances, I left one job for another. I hadn't been at the current job, and I would have had to take pretty much an entire week off from work, unpaid if I wanted to do it. And I had to make the responsible decision and stay at work and not go to pay my bills. Um, I wish I could have gone. It looked like a blast, but maybe next time, maybe next year, who knows? But yeah, yeah, Magfest is like, seems like a, I've heard nothing but amazing things. Uh, yeah. It just seems like it's a lot of fun. I'm just like, I'm just so tapped out from other conventions that I keep like, we keep going saying to. we're going to go to it, but we never do. I would love to go one of these days. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I mean, we could, yeah, we'll figure it I out. I don't know. But yeah, yeah someday I, I was, we need we need to just go. I uh, just... I was disappointed I didn't get to go. I felt really bad because yeah, you know, it, you know I gave him plenty of notice. I gave him months notice, but you know yeah, it, it you know it is what it is. I wish I could have gone. Yeah, Yusuf, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. I love you. Mm-hmm. You're the best. Thank you for inviting me. Some someday it will happen. Someday. <clears throat> definitely, definitely disappointed I couldn't go, but. Yeah. Um. Back to packs. Do you want to go to what we're doing this year, or do you uh, have anything else to talk well, about? Well, we can go ahead and announce the board game. I got permission to. You got permission to. So okay. I got permission to. So we kind of had alluded to this about how Crossfire reminds us of Hungry Hungry Hippos and whatnot, um, but we didn't announce it. And I got. I'll call them business partners, partners, friends of mine. One of them actually is my best friend in the world. Um. And I'll kind of give the whole story. Um, Crossfire, an amazing game. If you haven't played it, check it out. Super fun. Um, I bought a Crossfire game. You'll get caught up in it. You you will. Uh, I bought it, and we had fun with that. And then there's also this game called Crossfire, which is essentially just Power Ranger tops, like Beyblades kind of thing. And they just fight, and you you know, whatever. And they have pictures of Power Rangers on them and stuff. And one, one time, Adam and I were hanging out, and I'm like, oh, we should do Crossfire spin fighters so i think it was it wasn't last year so it was 2014 
we're like, we're going to do it. So we, I brought Crossfire, he brought Spin Fighters, and we finally did it. And we're sitting there, and we're playing it, and then we're like, this would be amazing if we put Hungry Hungry Hippos on the side. <laughs> so we did. We put, we made our own Crossfire board, and we included Hungry Hungry Hippos. And last minute, our friend Dave, who is now a partner in this project, said, hey, you should put pinball flippers on this and, like, a ball <laughs> collection system. And we're like... I was like, fuck you, Dave. That's a genius idea. But PAX is like next week. And Adam's like, I can do it. It can be done. Like, oh. And it did happen. It did happen. So we, we got it done. We got this like really Frankenstein put together. I mean, I was proud of it. And it worked. And we brought it to PAX last year. And we played it in the Mez of the Hotel. We did bring it to the tabletop area. Nobody cared. So we brought it back. The Mez yeah. of the Hotel. People were playing it. People were having a blast. It was great. And props to you, Craig. You got Jerry from Penny Arcade to come and play the game with us. Yep. Tyco, who is Tycho from the comic. Yep. And, you know, the the writer of the comics, I yeah, should say. So. so that was awesome. And he loved it. We got a picture with him. He ended up, yep. because he played it, he ended up giving us um, like a tabletop RPG manual that he signed. Yep. He's like, I want you to have this. Take it. That he had just, he bought with his own money. It wasn't given to him. He bought it and decided, here, take this. I want you to have this. I enjoyed your game, which was like awesome. Yeah, and that was that was really cool. Out of all the packs, that is like the highlight of bringing that game to packs, and and people just really enjoying it. Like we brought it, and we didn't think it was like I didn't think we were going to get anybody interested. I thought you know we can get like somebody to come play it and enjoy it, and you know I thought it was a kind of like an obscure thing that people would like. Um, a couple people would you know be into it, but we had we probably had hundreds of people, a couple hundred people play the game. We say it was that many. Hmm? That seems like a that seems like a lot. I, I I was gonna say like maybe like oh you guys played more than I did so okay I'll say, I wasn't uh, I wasn't there a couple nights I was okay. gonna say like maybe like fifty to like fifty to like it was at least a hundred seventy five people was it at least a hundred yeah we had people okay we had you know and I'm talking about not necessarily playing but the people just gathered around watching it yeah oh we definitely had a like we a had, large like, people crowd were, like circling this and we're just sitting in the mez and we're just it was a highlight for me that was my favorite moment of PAX ever so yeah that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So we made this board game. Um, over the past year, um, and I'm giving complete credit to Adam on this, he's developed the game even further and has made um, essentially a version 2 of the game. Um, it works much better. It's much more compact. It's all mostly 3D printed, but it's called Super Amalgam Deluxe. And I'll put the, the link in, in the blog. But we are bringing it back to PAX. Um, ah. We have a Facebook page. We'll have contact info. So, you know, hopefully people notice it again, but we're going to bring it back to PAX. Um, and hopefully we can get Jerry to play it again because you said he remembered playing it. Yeah, I talked to him at um, in Seattle about it, and he was like, he was actually, I, I was talking to him about it, and then he actually went and told other people about the game. Like, he was explaining it better than I was, and I was like, he remembers. That's and awesome. it was great. Yeah, that was that was really cool. So I'm gonna um, I'm actually gonna message him probably next week. Yeah, closer to PAX to be like, hey, we're bringing this back, and I'll probably send a picture of the new version. Yeah. Be like, hey, you round, you want to you want to go for another round? It and I hope he's been like, hell yeah. So we're bringing it back. Um, hope we can get Jerry back to play it because he he didn't grow up with Crossfire. He didn't know what Crossfire was, if I remember correctly. Um, he didn't... which. Well, it it was a thing in what, like probably it was, was in the seventies or the eighties. My, my dad had it. Um, I think it was in the early seventies. He had it as a kid, 
Okay. And so when they re-released it in, I think, probably the 90s or so. Yeah, um, with the awesome commercial. Yeah, he bought it for me because <laughs> he remembered it as a kid. So he yeah. bought it, and we had a lot of fun playing it together. And then it, it mine got lost and, you know, but whatever. Um, But, yeah, so it is crossfire at its core with – so there's the guns on either end, and on either side there's hippos. And yep. each hippo is a teammate of one of the gunners. Um, and so the hippos can eat the balls, um, but then there's this, the spinning tops. So the goal is the, – the main goal is, is if you can shoot an actively spinning top – into your opponent's you. goal, then God bless you. Um, Thank you. Then you get a point, and you know it's very chaotic. Um, <laughs> well, we t- chaotic is is a, such a, a, a very it's, low term for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot of yelling, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but if you can yeah. actively um, score a spinning top into your opponent's um, goal, then you get a point. I also forgot yep. to mention on either side of the hippos, there's pinball flippers <laughs> that you can use to, you know, clean out balls and you know hit, whack the hit, whack the things into in. their goal. Um, yeah. However, it's it's worth noting that if the um if the top dies, like if it stops in midfield, it's dead. It's you dead. have to like, remove remove it and you you respin it. Respin it, and if you yep. get a dead spinning top into their goal, it doesn't count as a point. It doesn't count. Right now, there's a I think you put it as a golden snitch way to win the game. If your hippo on your team, I think it was a John. I think it was a John word. Actually, it was not me. It's essentially yeah. that if your hippo can eat a spinning top, <laughs> it's an automatic end game, and you guys win. So yeah. the goal is to either score the most points uh, against your opponent, or your team actively eats a spinning top with your hippo. <laughs> and I'm gonna say. Um, version one, by the end of the weekend, I was really good at it. I think everybody was. They figured it out. It wasn't too hard. Version yep. two, I think, for me personally, lot, a lot harder. Because at one point, I mean, I know um, one of our partners, Dave, was playing it, one of our friends. He literally, he had the hippo. The spinning top was there. His hippo grabbed it. And as soon as he let go, the top pushed it back out. And the top span right out of his mouth. Doesn't count. It didn't stay <laughs> in. He didn't eat it. I remember when I was, when we played the, well, test played at, uh, Adam's place a couple weeks ago, uh, Sean fucked up majorly as a hippo and ruined our chances of Golden Snitch. Yeah. It so. was, uh. Killing me, man. It's a fun game. Killing me. We're bringing it back. Um, oh, yeah. If you, uh, if you want to play it, I think you guys will probably have it at the, uh, the Mez probably at least Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Um, probably. Um, it's, it's being brought. We're going to be playing yeah. it. Um, we might do scheduled times this time, scheduled times and see if people will come out. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to probably be in the Mez again. Um, but that's to be determined. Yeah, I know, I know the Mez is not a thing on Thursday, but it will be a thing on Friday, Saturday. So, but I think that, that lower area yeah. where we played Johan, that'll probably be where we can maybe bring it on Thursday yeah. if you want to. We're going to bring it. So it's going to be there. Um, super excited, but yeah, it's called Super Amalgam Deluxe. It's, it's Crossfire, it's Hungry Hungry Hippos, it's Pinball, and it's Spin Fighter Tops. Um, it sounds so... Mishmash all that shit together is amazing. It's... I'm not just saying it, it's actually a lot of fun. It's really fun. Um, I don't know where we're going to take the game. We haven't decided yet. Um, but 
We're bringing it back. There's there's there's, there's some uh, legal issues with that, obviously. So yeah, if we changed, if we but... were to bring it forward, because right now we're using Crossfire gun parts and we're using uh, Power Ranger tops and we're using Hippo Hungry Hunger Hippos on there. So if we were to actually develop this, we would have to. <laughs> You're breaching a few stuff. IPs there, but that that is that is definitely a, an option that we're weighing heavily towards of actually, eventually manufacturing our own board game um, with that stuff in it, and we're really excited about it, and it's a lot of fun. It's something I'm proud of, um, and I'm some, it's something I'm grateful that Adam has essentially taking it to the next level for yeah. us, and in a very short amount of time too, mind you. Yeah, it's been a year. It's I, I'm, I was actually incredibly impressed when I saw I, the newest so version. So I. He, he did it without asking any help, um, pretty much. Uh, and yeah. not that I would have been any help because at that point, because what he did, he, he essentially 3D printed it. And if you might look at our version and think it's kind of crude, but if you saw version one, you're going to be like, oh, this is amazing. And yeah. nobody looked at our version and was like, this looks like crap. Now, Ever- does version one still exist in its, like, in its form? Version one is still around. I want you to bring both of them. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, we can't bring both. Hmm. We don't have enough stuff to bring both. Um, and we, I don't want to bring. Uh, that's true. Ver, version one weighs about. 40 Need more balls. Pounds. Yeah, more balls, more tops. We don't have enough. Guns. Oh, that's right. It was on that wooden thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, in the blog, definitely check out the blog. I will put a picture of version one versus version two. Um, yeah. So we're. Really excited to bring it back, and this time yep. we're going to have contact info because we brought it, we made it for us to have fun with, and we didn't expect the reaction that we got. Um, so we have, we're going to have business cards where we have a Facebook page made for it to, so just to, you know, we have an email so that people can contact us if if the if need be, um, and we'll see, you know, what kind of interest it gets. Um, yeah. I know a lot of my weekend is kind of going to be kind of based around that. In terms of, um, you know, panels. But in terms of past packs, I think I'm all set. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, in terms of this topic, or are we going to go into our actual pre we're gonna pre-pack? Do I, I, I'm good with yeah. The past. I, th- I think I think this is a pretty solid pre-packs chat. So I think we should move on to uh, <laughs> to now current packs. Yes, current packs. Um, yeah, this this is gonna be a long episode apparently. Well, so uh, I, I knew so, it would be because so, it's. So buckle up, guys. Buckle up. We're, we're, we're the ride is just starting. I mean, I'm going to say right off the bat for pre-packs, for current packs, that's what it's at the time of recording this. It's a week away, week and a half away. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're nine days away as of recording this, but this will go up uh, about three days prior to. Three days prior to. So I'm actually going to be making my friends who are flying into Boston listen to this. So so hopefully hype them up a little bit. Yeah, for, uh, I'm I'm super. That. Right off the bat, um, when I saw the the show floor, the exhibition hall, like the map for some reason that got me really excited because in the main exhibition hall, that first half, mm-hmm. the indie mega booth is right in the middle. Right. I, it just seems different to me. And for some reason I'm like, this is going to be great. So wait, are we, are we, are we in, are we in current packs? Oh, now? We are in current packs right now. We skipped day zero. Oh, well, no. You skipped day zero, well, no, Brad. We got to go. The show All right. Floor. We got, we got to, we got to rewind. We got to rewind. I haven't started on days. I'm just talking about what I'm, yeah, I'm but just, we'll get to the, we're gonna talk about days here, then we'll talk about the packs okay, itself. Well, I'm just gonna okay. rattle this off. So, um, in terms of packs, the show floor map excites me. Um, are we talking about oh the things you're most excited for? Just real quick, there's three things. Gotcha. Show floor is really fine, exciting. Fine, fine, fine. Um, whatever potential loot I may or may not find is really exciting for me as always. And yeah. the indie mega booth. I don't know what games are gonna be there. I don't do research on it. I just go and see what piques my interest, and I have a lot of fun with it. 
So yeah, yeah. Show floor map. I don't know why. It just looks really cool this year versus past years. Loot and any Meg booth. Done. All right. So this is a, a broad that one was I'm my looking broad. forward to. Okay. Uh my broad thing is uh pins, my panel about pins. Um Protomen concert, because I've uh they came they took a t- like a two year break from PAX basically. And uh they've been back at PAX since Prime fifteen. And there have been two PAXs now where I've skipped out on seeing them because uh reasons. And I'm gonna try and go see them Friday night this time. So Are they headlining Friday night? They are headlining Friday night, yeah. So I don't think they'll go on until probably maybe 10 or 10.30-ish. So got time to do shit still. Uh, and of course, uh, all my all my friends that I only see at PAX, too, I am looking forward to always seeing them. Yeah. So. Even though the, most of them are a bunch of fucks. Yeah, they're a bunch of fucks. I but love you guys. From what I, I hear, love you guys. No, I'm looking forward to meeting all your friends. Yeah, I mean, you've I think you've kind of seen this here in passing, but uh, I think this time, you know, like... We'll we'll be at the tabletop area, you know. Like I'll, you know, hey, just get them to come play our game. Yeah, and we'll we'll do some secret Hitler. We'll play some Quiplash, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually because I'm bringing that laptop to the room, I might be able to get a Quiplash group up in the hotel. Yeah, we should try to get as many the, uh... room, as many people in the room as we possibly can. <laughs> we'll fit like 50 people in our tiny hotel room, oh. which is already like see, like sleeping six people. Let's rerun real quick. Remember when I had a. Uh... Luigi Death Stare coming to the, the hotel room. <laughs> Do you want to start that story over? Um, I, I, wait, 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 hang on. Cut, cut this little part out. <laughs> nah, fuck it. We're going, we're, I'm not cutting anything. No, come on. <laughs> at least, like, start it hilarious, hilariously. Why? I mean, so, at PAX, was this two years ago now? No, this is last was year. Was it last year? This is last year, because I was back up in the room, like, after Friday, I, I got sick because I got sick at Paxi's all the time for some no, reason. No, we were in the corner room last year. It wasn't. It was two years ago. No, this is this was last year. Oh, no, it wasn't. This was last we year. Were, we were at the end of the hall last year, correct? No, you're right. It was last year. It was last this, year. I'm 100 percent positive okay. it was last year. So Craig was really sick. And anyways, it was late. I had been down at the Mez playing board games all night. Everybody else in my room was upstairs. I'm on the hotel, or I'm in the elevator. Sorry. I think I was the only one awake in the room, though, for the record. Um, everybody was, I, everybody looked, but then everybody went back to sleep because they're like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So there was a guy who literally had like a little Mario Kart. He was dressed like Luigi and he literally had like a little green cart that was like battery powered that he drove <laughs> around and he happened to get off at the same floor. I'm like, okay. And then he happened to be going to the same way I was going. And then I was like, hey, man, if you pass my room, do you mind just driving in and just like, very slowly driving into the room and just staring at everybody. Like they're all going to be asleep. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so I opened the door and he fucking comes like, and the thing was like, it was a creepy sounding thing. And I, it was like a little, yeah. Cause the battery was about little... to die in it. So he, he comes in and like, and everybody, I... everybody put their head up and looked and then immediately went back to sleep. And then Craig just started <laughs> laughing. Um, I would like to note that I saw him probably maybe an hour or two before this, which kind of like, I knew what it was when he was going in there and, but I was still like just as freaked out, like what the fuck's going on. <laughs> when I saw him, I just, I just literally just died laughing. It was, Ugh. it was hilarious. Like if something like that happens again this year, like I don't care what it is. It could be a dude in like a Batman costume. Just be like, Hey man, just hop in there and just like, just, Beat the shit out of my friends. You, I don't. Can you care. just like go in there and go on the bed and just spoon the guy? 
it's it's all in good fun. I mean, yeah. Okay, fast yeah, forward if... back to pre-packs this year. Yeah, day zero. Day, Are we on day zero uh, now? Yeah. For on the... we, all right. I think we talked about our highlights. So, yeah. anyways, um, on the broad day zero. Day zero. We usually um, one of my favorite. I think days, we personally. Yeah, we usually. So this is obviously the Thursday prior to. Um, we usually try to get into Boston by like uh, between eleven and twelve. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, so we get into Boston. We park the car. If we can check in the hotel, we will and throw a shit there. Great. If not, we'll leave our shit in the car and we'll um, we'll go to Harpoon Brewery. And this is like our our first destination of the packs. And let me explain. So Harpoon Brewery Mm -hmm. is a brewery. And this is how you explain it to me, Craig. You're like, you got to get the pretzel. You have to get the pretzel with the peanut butter. With the peanut butter sauce. Peanut butter sauce. And you're like, okay, I mean, that sounds good. And you're like, no, you have to get the pretzel with the peanut butter. It's like the most amazing thing. I had this conversation last weekend with somebody because this girl was like, I went to Harpoon. And I was like, did you get the peanut butter sauce? She's like, no, I got the IPA cheese. It's like okay, you need to go back tomorrow and get the you get the uh, peanut butter, the peanut butter sauce. Yeah. and like, and you you say this, and you're like, okay, that sounds good, and but you hype it up so much, and you hype yeah. it up, and you're like, you have to get it. It's amazing, and you're like, you have it's to get peanut it. butter. Like it, it, yeah, it sounds delicious, but like it's just it's peanut butter. You have to get the peanut butter sauce. It's so fucking good. It's, exactly my point. It's so you have to fucking get the peanut butter sauce. Craig, shut up. It's so it's so good. <laughs> Just, you have to get you it. Have to. You have to get it's it, Brad. So fucking like you, you have to get it. Like I sound like Craig explaining it. You you don't understand until you have it. Like it it doesn't make sense. Like you're like yeah, it sounds good. I like it. No, you have to fucking get it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's now so I mean good. Now now I'm just try- I'm going by memory here of what they have there. They have like a Parmesan sauce. They have like a, a, the, the IPA with, cheese. You can get like the you can get like a the peanut butter with like an icing sauce. They have to have the icing. I think there's like, is it six or eight sauces? I don't know. I've... Regardless, out of all these ones I mentioned, get peanut butter. IPA cheese is pretty good too, actually, but I, uh, the peanut butter is like, is the best one. So you like, get, fucking get the peanut butter sauce. You will have no regrets unless you're allergic to peanuts and still get put yourself into a fucking aller- allergy reaction and fucking eat it so, anyway. So yeah, like, so Craig's like allergy hyping it up so much. So the first year I go, I go down and I'm like, okay, I get a Leviathan IPA. And then I get, he's like, did you get the peanut butter sauce? And when you order a pretzel, they let you choose two sauces. And I just ordered mm-hmm. two peanut butter sauces. Cause, and I was like, I don't, I've never gotten anything but the peanut butter sauce. Like, I don't even know what other sauces they have because <laughs> I don't give a fuck because get the peanut butter sauce. It's so good. It's so sticky and delicious. It's so delicious. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is the worst. No, this is the best. So yeah, day zero. We go to Harpoon and it's a blast. And yep. we talk. So to we people. go to Harpoon. You drink your ten percent beers. By the time you're, I, I think this year we, we you haven't done the tour yet, have you? Uh, we've never done the tour. We're gonna do the tour this year. I'm taking you on the tour, baby. Are you taking me on the free tour? I'm taking you on the tour. No, it's a five dollar tour. Oh, actually. Okay. But trust me, it's you get you get some solid samples that will make your five dollars worth it. Okay. It's like an hour of your time, but it's still fun. And I got some friends coming up from you know from out of out of state who yeah. I'd like to take them on it. Yeah, so. day zero. It's it's exciting. I'm bringing my friend Greg this year who has not gone, so Yep, this will be his first pack, his so first at least pass. we get to introduce somebody new to it. Yeah, it's a I, I it's a special moment for me because you introduced me and now I get to introduce him and uh it's, it's just, well, like I got to introduce like, I mean I I introduce somebody new almost every year because yeah. last year I had I had Kevin the year before that I had the other Kevin. Um actually Mark came last year too for 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 a day, but I didn't see him all day because 
Yeah, I'm getting my girlfriend's brother and his wife to go, which they they knew about it, but I got them a Friday badge, which I'm happy for because um, Tina, his wife, um, is a huge Markiplier fan, and luckily for her, he's doing like a two-hour signing on Friday, the only day they're going. So she'll have to stay in line for at least two hours to make sure she gets into yeah. that too. Tina, so, if you're listening, luck. God, Godspeed. Tina, if you're listening, get in line early and just, you know, I'm yeah, glad bring something that you actually want to get signed and prepare for high fives. Yeah. Cause I've seen him run through the line. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy sense. that he's going to be there the day you're going. So have a blast. There's a good chance. I probably will not see you the entire day, <laughs> but back to day zero um, after, you know, Harpoon. Well, let's also note we're also bringing more people to the to packs this year because we have Alex and we have Nick going. Um, who else is going? That's new. We got Sean's friend coming up from Pennsylvania is going. Uh, yeah, it, Alex, Sean's friend, Greg. Um, yeah, I mean our whole room is Ben. So whatever we have, like we have, like I think twelve or thirteen people out of our like extended friend circle who are going. Yeah, it, it started and, off as like, and this is people that we know too. I know people from PAX, but this is people from our area. I mean, um, it started off was what three of you in the beginning, and now it's like fifteen. Yeah, it was it was me. No, it was actually four. It was, it was me, John, Aaron, and Joe, and then John dropped out the next year, and then the same the next year I think it was the same, and then it was then you got added in, you and Sean. And Adam for a day, Adam and then day. it just it just it just grown and grown, and like Dave jumped in, Dolan, and Dolan jumped in, he's everybody out. else, and what he's out this year, Dolan. Dolan? I don't think Dolan's going. No, he is. Is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Did you not go yeah. last year? He was not there last okay, year. Yeah, this year he got the time off, so we can go. Yeah. Super so excited. regardless, we have like we have we have like six people in our in our tiny room the first night. We have five people the other nights, and uh, then we have. Uh, in the other room, I there's a and, lot. well, they have there's two rooms for the other guys, so they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. That's their problem. That's their problem. So, we have a lot of people. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah, day zero harpoon, and then it depends. Board games depends. Some people go on the Pokemon oh. pub crawl. But yep. last year we did board games at the hotel, which was <laughs> nobody got tickets to the pub crawl this year, so nobody's going. Yeah, well, board games in the hotel, and it's so board much games fun. and drinking. Board games and drinking, and yep. it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, you'll have Sebastian Joseph is there. If not, you know. So that way, Kevin and I can ride into battle. Yep, we'll do. We'll can we'll make more uh, more maneuvers and names for them all. Yep, good good times. Because last year we uh, last year we had like the um, you, he he literally was like on your shoulders and there's there was riding the horse in the battle oh, where I God. got him off for riding the horse. We had the Megazord where it was me and other Kevin <laughs> yeah. with other Kevin on our shoulders because he's he's small and was easier for that. Yeah, it was that was fun. Um, <laughs> we had too much fun. With d- that. Day zero. Because all right, for, I just want to note there for that last year, you guys like went up to the room and like we're ready to go to bed, and I was like, no, get the fuck back down here, like right now. This is like a, maybe ten or eleven o'clock. At yeah, night. I was. I, I yeah, I recall. I was pretty tired, and then I yeah. just got up and just. Yeah, yeah you guys like oh, I don't know if you like, got dressing anywhere, but I was like, get the fuck down here. We're playing games. Yeah, it was a good time. And it was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, yep. Day zero. That's pretty much it. It's just us going to the Harpoon Brewery and playing board games. and just Some of us drink heavily and some of us have fun heavily. I do both, so whatever. I'll drink some and... Yeah. Uh, you, you, do it, you, do it, you do it with, you know, with good intentions. I I look at it as, you know, it's like whatever. Yeah, I, so. you know, you know. Plus, to each plus my, actually, actually in that time period too, my uh, my my friends and I, the, the, the pin people, I will refer to them as... Uh, you guys get we'll, dinner, um, right? We we do a di- we do a group dinner, yeah. So I'll probably be leaving. I think we're doing it at Jerry Remy's this year. I've never been there, so 
We'll um, enjoy. Yeah, so I'll be maintaining my buzz there and yeah. eating food to go back and play Secret Hitler afterwards. So it'll be awesome. Well, you need to entertain the folks while I go and grab another beer. I'm not a dog, Brad. <laughs> Anyways, day zero, you get the peanut butter sauce. Day yeah. one. So day one, um, in past years, I would get up and wait in line every day. Not anymore. Day one, I get up. What What do we say we get up? Six in the morning? Get, to get in line around seven after everybody kind of showers and has like maybe something from the Starbucks to the hotel. Yeah, and then get, we just kind of jump outside, in the... Yeah, you get outside to wait in line at around seven. Yeah, because they don't open you, the doors until 8. And then you wait in line from 8 to, what, 10? Uh, yeah, you get thrown into the, the queue room. Um, I, I personally go into the the merch booth line. Yep. And I'll I'll grab, you know, if people want t-shirts yeah, or whatever. you get everybody's whatever. merch right off the bat. Yeah, because they have, they have a limited pin, shockingly. I know I go there for that. Um, they, have, they have a pin there that they only have X, X amount per day. So I try to grab that right off the bat and make my life easier. Um but they uh, they should be having an exclusive PAX hoodie this year, so good for you. As, as they did at Prime, so I'll be buying that also because I love that shit. Yeah, and I'm a whore for consumerist shit like that. Yeah, for me, like day one, you get in merch line, I get in the queue room. As soon as the convention floor opens, I literally hit every uh, vendor <clears throat> that's selling games. That's the yep. first thing I do. I try to find whatever's there right off the bat to buy which is kind of cool for you because a lot of people don't do that yeah so you kind of get to see a lot of things that are you know a lot of vendors hold stuff for the convention yeah so i you know i I do that and see what i can get um i it seems to be every other year last year i didn't get too much i don't think if i recall um um i couldn't tell you what you got last year it it, you know the year before it was like the virtual boy and the ti-99 and all that good stuff yeah you know it seems to be like a, a a good year for like it'll be one year it'll be indie games, one year it'll be loot. One year like last year mm-hmm. was good for indie games. This year hopefully it'll be good for loot. Hopefully. It doesn't matter what it is. It's gonna be a great year. Always. It's gonna yeah. be a good time. Always have, always have fun no matter what it is. But yeah, so. that's that's the first thing I do right off the bat is I literally go and I just hit every vendor and just buy, buy, buy. Yep. What about you? You you get in merch line. Um so the merch merch line is kinda of what I do first. Um then you're on I'm, an adventure. I'm going yeah, and then then uh, the the pin quest, if you will, yeah, starts. Yeah, quest. That's I like that. Yeah, that that's the official term for it. Um, so the way that it kind of works is that each packs, uh, Penny Arcade, you know, partners up with various vendors, and they have you know different vendors, you know, make designs of of pins. So um, I'm just gonna throw it on a couple vendors that happen here, like uh, the Behemoth. They make like Castle Crashers, and um, Alien Hominid. They have a few pins for their new game Pit People that's coming up. Uh, Bethesda. They have a couple of fallout pins and also one for Doom that's coming out soon. Harmonix has a rock band pin and amplitude. Uh, there's a Half Life pin that's a Think Geek because I think they sell their merchandise. Yep. Uh, and to name a few others, there's, um, let me think, uh, uh, Cliff Blazinski, who used to be, uh, who used to be like the Gears Warhead guy and did other stuff too. Um, he started a new studio and they have a new game called, um, 
damn it, what the fuck's at the end of the game? Uh, but anyways, at, at the Nexon booth, they have their new game that's coming out. It's, uh, I could not tell you the name of the game. I'm just in it for the shit, so. And, uh, unfortunately this year, which is going to be a big headache, is, uh, um, Riot Games, who does League of Legends, they have a pin. It's going to be a bitch, so. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Like, I- I'm not too into the pin collecting. Yeah, the- but, like, are, would you, like, want any of these ones, let's just say, if, like, somebody... You know, you had the opportunity to buy yeah, one. Yeah, I'm looking at them, and the only thing I could think of right off the bat that I would be like, okay, that's kind of cool, is uh, the Think Geek, like the 20-sided die on fire. Yeah. That one's kind of neat. The D20. Yeah. Other than that, like, I'm like, you know. Yeah. It kind of varies every year. Like, overall, I'm going to say this this list of them is kind of meh. What is that Wheel of Fine? Is that a Half-Life? Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the Headcrab. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks kind of <laughs> weird, but they have that, um... And then right to the left of it, greater than games. That's uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse. That's one of the villain characters. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so so they get a lot of people involved with it. And uh, right above the head crab too, um, on this list I'm looking at, they have the um, Loading Ready Run. They're a um, they're a comedy group, and they have one of their characters, uh, Spoofer. He's a ghost, and he's wearing like a Bruins themed jersey for Boston themed yeah, all that that's stuff. Cool. So, and then obviously to the left of that, uh, Scott Kurtz with uh, PVP. Um, it's a web comic. It's a uh, the character uh, Skull, he's on a he's a Paul Revere theme. So, I like how some people will do like a Boston theme for it. Yeah. Or like you know wherever they are, like they've done like, um, like in Texas they had a uh, like a sheriff character, and they had um, uh, somebody making like a barbecue, another character for the Loading Ready Run. So it's a, uh, it's fun with stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean the the one <laughs> pins, if I wanted to look at them all, I could just go to your place and see every single pin. Um. Exactly. But, yeah, just and just uh, live vicariously yeah, through me. You know, but you know, for me, it's specific. You you showed me that that uh, Valve had those portal pins. Was it yeah. la- Prime last year? Uh yeah. Was it Prime? Yeah, 15, and those so. those were cool. And you were very gracious enough to actually get me every single one, which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I actually traded for all of them too. So, uh, yay! yay cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean. So that that was four pins. It was uh, Glados Potato, which is awesome. The Companion Cube, which is mm-hmm. great. Uh, Wheatley, and then the co- uh, the, the the two rogue co-op, co-op robots, robots. yeah, uh, Atlas yeah. and Peabody. So I, the Gladys Potato is probably my favorite. <laughs> I'm a fan of um, the Wheatley one myself. I just think it looks kind of cool as it is. So. Yeah, so those are cool. So I, you know, I could definitely get down if it's you know the right pin. Certain things that like pique yeah, your absolutely. Um, yeah, I just kind of I got in too deep a little little soon. I, I was just like, man, I like these. And I was like, knowing me, I got to go for all well, of them. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just going balls yeah, deep. Yeah, I completely understand. All I mean, these. you've yeah. seen what I ha- you've and seen what I, I have, so I I, I completely yep. get it. So I mean, as far yes. as far as for Friday, besides getting loot, um, because I have a board game they have um that we're working on, um. There is a panel called "My Board Game Is Ready to Print or Publish." What do I do now? So I'll check that out. And the other one I'm yeah. going to go to is Penny Arcade to support my my good friend Craig. <laughs> oh God! I don't think I'm going to take my shirt off this time. Oh, so last God. year it was Pax last Pax East. It was your first time doing a panel, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yes, it was. So, so I was I was a little nervous a little on stage, nervous, but we all decided we were going to go and support our friend. But of course, we weren't gonna let him just get away with it. So I got it was it was uh, 
me, it was John, it was Kevin, it was Craig, and then it was one of your friends. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, not no, you, Craig. I'm Craig. Uh, Sean, Sean <laughs> Kevin. No, no, Sean, Sean didn't do it. Sean and, uh, Sean and, Sean no, I'm sorry, it was Dave and, Dave and Adam Sean, didn't do it. me, uh, Hume, Kevin, and then one of your friends. Yeah, one of my, one of my pin friends, uh, his name is Juicer. We'll, we'll use that name for this, so. Our, so. Juicer, we, I, I was like, we should all, we should, we should write Craig's name on our chest. So we got enough people <laughs> to write our, his name on our chest, and, and we got in there, we're sitting there, and then, came question time we're like okay let's just do it so i think we all stood up on our chairs and yeah john john, john stands up and just start and just yells i'll hail, hail our i'll hail our aryan fear fear craig and everybody lifts their shirt up and it just spells c-r-a-i-g and there's in the back of the room and i'm just you, like you laughed oh my god i i was like oh my god i was laughing but like oh my god like you guys are sitting by yourselves like Wait. At least if you're as back from other people. So I knew some shit was going yeah. on. We we wanted to do but it was we just like, to do something, but we didn't want to like ruin it. And I think that was good. I think that was that was perfect. John's wedding could have been a little bit better for the uh for some you know, people, but John, you know, I, I personally I found it hilarious. It, it, in terms of John, that was good. It was, was very, very tame. tame. It was very tame. So yeah, yeah we did that. So it was it was a it was a great it laugh. Was, it was a yeah. it was a great laugh. And I think everybody in your panel. And I have to ask: Are you guys planning anything this year, or is this just going to be a kind of a wing it thing I have or no nothing plans, at all? Um, as of yet, so it might not happen. I, I I'm not going to say I'm not going to rule it out. So yeah, that that's for me day one. That's pretty much it. Loot those couple panels. What about you? Mm-hmm. You're obviously looking forward to doing your panel. Uh, yeah, the panel, I've been working on it for a while. I mean, cause I got, I assembled the crew, I think back, uh, probably back before Christmas time, I think I got the group together and we, we, I submitted it back in January. And, um, so it's been a long time planning. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We have, uh, we have some fun things going on. Like we have the, um, obviously the panel itself we have we are actually gonna do a raffle during the panel cool. too i will i will stay so we're gonna give people so people can actually win it yeah we're gonna give out raffle tickets to everybody that walks in the room um and i think we're gonna and we're gonna do a q a also so and uh we're gonna give out free lanyards too uh of for one of our websites that we have uh the collecting and shit on so um there's that so if you like free shit come to that i guess um also on Friday, uh, just the general collecting, pin collecting madness. Uh, the first booth after I hit the merch booth is going to be uh, Bethesda because they have a few follow-up pins. Uh, like the, um, they have uh, uh, Dogmeat, yep. who is the German Shepherd of the game. Uh, I think that's one that's going to appeal to a lot of people because it's a fucking German Shepherd and it's just, you know, people that love Fallout yeah. will go crazy So anybody who likes German Shepherds and anybody who likes Fallout He's gonna go for that. Yeah, if you fucking love puppies and shit, you know, get that. So I'm gonna try and get those. Um, I think after that, I'm gonna tackle harmonics because I, they have a limited amount every day. So we'll see about that and if I can even get in. And then after that, it's just gonna kind of be a, a crapshoot of what I decide to go for. So because some of them, are, some of these are like you just go to booth and buy, and some are you know you have to get it at a yeah. certain thing. So, um, so that that stuff aside, um, I'm I'm curious about what Blizzard's gonna bring this year. Because last year they just brought Overwatch, and that was the first time they ever had it, uh, I believe, playing public. So it was still like in an alpha state, but it was a lot of fun. 
and um so i'm i'm wondering if they'll bring it this year because the game comes out in may uh so there's that and then uh the rest of the empire is gonna hang with people and do shit and then later that night um so Jerry from Pan Arcade, uh, Chris Straub, who's an, one of the artists that goes to PAX, and uh, Paul and Storm, who are one of the bands that go there, and maybe a couple other people are doing a game of Quiplash on uh, Friday night. And they'll be up on stage, you know, they'll be playing or whatever. And you can, um, since it'll be late at night, I think the cell phone service will be available then, so people like in the audience can actually yeah. play and do vote on such. Because... Uh, I know because they they stream on Twitch, so you can play from there too. Uh, because I was at Pack South trying to play from the audience, and I was just not getting a reception, so I was like, "Fuck!" So I didn't get to vote. Not that it would have mattered, but uh, that'll be Friday night, and then uh, the Proto Men are going to be headlining the concerts Friday night. So I'm, I want to go see them because I've been saying it for six months. I'm going to go see them at the last two packs, and I haven't. So do it up. Yeah. So uh, basically, spending a lot of money Friday yep. and other various yep. shit. I'm so, going to spend a lot of I'm money. And very then, yeah, to that. I'm super excited. So that'll end yeah. day one. Yeah. What about Saturday, Brad? What's, uh, what's day Saturday? Day two. For me, um, again, board game stuff. Uh, there's another panel called, Do You Have What It Takes to Publish an Indie Board Game? What time is that? Know, I didn't write the times. Do you know? I got to look at that. Um, and then there's also, you had mentioned that I need to go to the picture game idea because it's so funny. So those are the two panels that I will see. I, I say I'm going to go to, but like there's years that I've put all these panels and just never gone to any of them, but I'll probably go mm-hmm. check those out. Um, yeah. On top of other antics at that, that day, I'll probably be my big day for checking out the indie mega booth because day one's loot day two. I'll check out the indie mega booth and play a bunch of games and mm-hmm. just wander around and you know, yeah, there's, from what, from what somebody told me, there is no wrong way to pack. There is. There is no wrong way. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always something yep. to do. You can't... So, like, don't ever feel like you're doing it wrong. I mean, you can't, you can't see, see everything. everything. People, people, That's a people fact. are like, oh, I feel like I didn't see everything I wanted to. It's like, well, there was one year I had all these panels that I was like, this is... I want to go to all these. These look really awesome. I want to do them. And I didn't do a single one. Because at the time, I was like, yep. you know what? I'm really having fun doing this. So... You still felt fulfilled. Oh, absolutely. I always... Exactly. Exactly. There was there was one time and that was two years ago where I was like, Man, I'm I'm kinda of like bumming. I'm like not enjoying myself and then I found the jam space. So if like you're feeling yeah. down, give it give it an hour, you'll find something and you it'll you'll be right yeah. back up. Do you just gotta kinda of open your mind up and like the, the the thing about PAX is like a lot of people are like, Oh, Expo Hall, Expo Hall, it's like it's a thing. But like, no, there's there's, there's so much there's more to tournaments, do. There. There's free play, there's an arcade, there's panels yeah. upon panels there's there's always mm-hmm. at pretty much there's always probably some kind of there's always like a dj dance party or like some kind of concert at the jam space so there's yeah. just so much to do like right just just know, open you know up what? your if mind you, if you and like go go yeah, do just, it you know don't be afraid to jump in a line and you know if you're really like i don't know what to do pick a fucking line and wait even right. if you don't know what it is and just see what it, see where it takes you yeah and if you really you're like eh, you know what and you know i'm kind of bumming Guess what? Go to the Mez and play a bunch of board games with people. Exactly. Or just take like the, the tabletop, tabletop area, area the convention just, center. Like rent a board game, like or or like ask people like, hey, can I jump in and yeah. try that game? It's all I have to do. They, the thing about PAX is it's like say yes. It's uh one of the other things people says is like, <laughs> don't no, don't always <laughs> say yes. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's a place where there's like 
50,000 friends you never knew you had before. Everybody's there because they want to have fun. They want to play games. They want to do stupid shit, whatever. It's it's fun. Yeah. And again, there's no wrong way to do it. There's no wrong way. So meet people, make friends. And walk into a room. Um, Pick a room and walk in and see what's going on. Right. Just just see what's going on. Don't be don't be mopey. Don't just sit down somewhere unless you're like you just need to like take five. You're gonna you have know? to take. I mean, the, every year I think I've gone back up to the room uh, and taken a nap. Like day two, yeah, I'm I, like I, I've never like gone to take a nap. I've like I've gone to just like take like <laughs> yeah. half hour, just like just, just sit chill. In, sit in the room for an hour and just just you just sometimes you yeah. just need to relax and recharge. Yeah, I like the um the handheld lounge for that myself. Yeah, they just have all to, those like, beanbags bean and stuff. Bag chair, just just chill. Yeah. Although sometimes it's like a lot of sweaty nerdy people sitting on there. Not that not we're all yeah. sweaty nerds too, but they're like excessively. Yeah. There's there's the some people sometimes. there that you know as nice as they probably are. It's literally the the only time and the first time all year that they ventured out of their parents' basement is for this. <laughs> but also oh. I'll note on every other day besides day one, I am sleeping in. I will not be getting up at six in the morning to wait in line to get in. Yeah, I think I, I usually sleep in Sunday. Uh, Saturday it depends on how I did Friday. To see if there's something I really need yeah, to get I, to. Saturday, Sunday, I sleep in. Yeah, I, I won't like. I might sleep until like maybe eight, eight or eight thirty, and try to be in line around nine. We'll see. Yeah, It'll, it all varies every yeah, year like, too. So. You know, last year I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get up every every day and wait in line. Cause first first two years I did that every day. I got up and waited yeah, in line. I can't do that. And then last year I just did it Friday, and I was like, that was the best decision yeah. I ever made because, you know, I'm up till one, two in the morning playing board games or something so i need to at least yeah. sleep until like seven or eight exactly and just kind of have a slow morning but yeah saturday that <laughs> just those just those two panels and then whatever whatever antics i get into i might i, I always yeah. visit the console free play room because i think it was the first year i went like i had known about a vetrix but didn't own one at the time so i got to play one there atari jaguar turbo graphics they had past couple of years they have dude played cyber morph yeah Cybermorph, the the greatest game on yeah. the Atari Jaguar, yeah. duh. Yeah. And I think that's where I, we played some Power Stone together. I didn't play Power Stone. No, it wasn't me. I played with. Oh, I played play with. We did play Craig Cybermorph. Other other Craig. We definitely. No, I'm we, yeah, positive. I remember you playing Cybermorph, Cybermorph with you, and then I played a shoot 'em up on the Turbo Graphics with Adam, and then they had the multi cart for the Vetrix, which was the first time I got to see one and play one, and that was like I need to yeah. buy one of these, and since I have yep. purchased one. Um, Past couple of years, they haven't really had anything too crazy. Um, you know, I I kind of want to find the obscure stuff. And they don't really, you know, we'll see. I, it, and it's yeah. not, not not that they don't have it. It's just that now I own it all. So, so it's just like <laughs> they, they, they can't. It's not it's as not cool, as cool that I have. It's like, yeah, I have one of those at home. <laughs> whatever. Um, um, for for me on Saturday, the uh, my Saturday morning will be more more collecting pins. Uh, there's that actually one of the one of the big headaches for me is Saturday. There's um, there are three panels on Saturday that you can only get a pin if you go to these panels. Yep. And two of them are at the same time, as well as another event that I need to go to at that time. So I'm like, shit, brah. How am I gonna do this? So that's why I'm gonna try and uh, somebody go to a panel. Yeah. I'll pop if if, if I'm not like, doing a panel that at that time, then I'll probably. It's at like it's at like two thirty and three o'clock on well, I'm assuming... Saturday. Which your I looked at your panel and it's okay. at four. So that means you have time to okay. do this. So if I can if I not not suck you, if I can convince you to maybe go well, to one of these for me, point, that'd be I huge, mean, huge, how huge, many huge. how many pins have I earned back from you? You got me four pins. Yeah. 
Uh, you traded me one for the manual. Yeah. And then I gave you F0 and that. I'll say that's another one. So I owe you two. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. But there's, uh, yeah, one's going to be a hard one to get to. I might try to do that myself because I don't want to stick anybody in line for two hours. But, like, uh, there's one It's called the, um, if you look at the list, it's called the Master of Orion. Um, though it's on the left side under harmonics. That panel's at three o'clock. I have no chance of getting that one. So if I convince you to go to that okay. one, it's a, it's for a, it's like, um, I want to say it's a remake of an old eighties game. So you actually might be interested in the game anyway. And they're going to like talk about this remake of it in any way. Hey. So an yeah. idea. I'll probably be so. tired and want to I sit convince down you to do that, man. Anyways. I'd be, I'd be very, very grateful. We'll figure so. that out. Yeah. But the other ones that are paying like, uh, the CD project red, that's a uh, Witcher three pin. Witcher 3 was a very popular game last year, as most people already know, I'm sure. So um, that's going to be a pain in the ass to freaking get. And then uh, there's... What's the third one? Oh, um, Mafia 3. Uh, that's going to be at 12 o'clock, I think, on Saturday. So I think I can try to get to that one. I say waiting in lines all day. Yeah. So I don't we'll know. We'll figure it out. You'll get your pins. i got to see how much, of a, how much of a bitch I am to get them all. But yeah, i got to get them all. Got to catch them yeah. all, bruh. Um... And besides those, um, I'm probably just going to bum around the Expo Hall for a bit during the day. The only other panel I'm looking forward to Saturday is the, um, and I'm, I've talked about this on, I think, in an earlier episode, was the, uh, the picture yeah, game I idea mentioned panel. It, yeah, you, you told me I have to go, so. Yeah, this is, it's a very fun, if, like, if you get a good crowd for yeah. it, which there's always going to be somebody there who's like, like, since the year before, they started writing down an idea, and they just throw yeah, it at you. I, I mean, I, I trust um, you on panels because... After the, I think it was the first year I went, you're like, you, we should go to Cards Against Humanity. I went with you. Maybe that was the yeah. second year. I don't know. I went with Cards Against Humanity and that was a riot. That was, we got milk yeah. and cookies. That was that year. That, that was, that was, was 2013. Sick. That was awesome. Yeah. Like we have a surprise. We don't know if we can announce it yet, but we have a surprise. And then the girl, I just, <laughs> the one thing that stood out when like people could give um suggestions one girl stood up she's like when you fart when sitting down and it goes in your vagina and the guys are like wait does that happen and a girl on the other side stood up and goes yes <laughs> and then they're like okay can we make the announcement we're good okay milk and cookies for everybody and we got all we all got yeah and they just brought out like that metal cards with like all yeah, this got... shit and there was like probably 20 people like that worked the convention they just brought cards of milk and cookies and it was yeah, the best that was, that was that was awesome i forgot yeah. about that thank you that for was, bringing that me was back fun. that so yeah, that's yeah. that's Saturday in a nutshell. Probably wandering yeah. in more board games. Yep. Uh, I think that that panel is probably at like seven. I think it's seven thirty on Saturday. So after that, you know, eight thirty on, it's like, you know, just just free game of just doing stuff. So we'll uh, we'll be playing board games and other various yeah. activities, hanging so. out, be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun as hell. And then, um. Sunday, I really don't have much planned. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of looking forward to, oh, I might do, depending on how ambitious I am. There's a uh, there's a Sonic Adventure 2 tournament, like for multiplayer, on Sunday morning at like 11 o'clock. I might go try and suck really badly at that. Cause hey, remember that the time you at sucked it, at was... Mario Kart? Which remember time? that tournament that John and I kept sending you like text messages? Oh, Mario Kart yeah. DS. Yeah, that was that was also in 2013. Oh, God, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I used to consider myself very very good at Mario Kart DS. Snaking aside, I I did not snake in these tournaments. Um, people who know what that is, they know what it means. Um, at PAX East 2010, my first one, I got silver medal. 
for the tournament and it was a, it was a pretty popular tournament at the time and at prime 2012 i tried again i got bronze medal and then east 2013 i was like i'm gonna try again this is gonna be your last year and this is the la- well, this is the last year uh, they did it they haven't done it since so this is like the last hurrah and that's why i've been bitter about it ever since because you guys fuck with me um shouldn't have told this during this tournament uh brad john and sean decided to show up and john is just like i wonder if craig left his phone on and he calls my phone while i'm trying to play the game while it's in my pocket like vibrating and just just the ringtone's going off i'm like fuck you and i'm just like really pissed off trying to like focus and it was just an awful awful experience i ended up getting third place so i still got a medal but still fuck you guys you're welcome and and that was the last time they did a Mario Kart DS tournament because uh, Mario Kart Seven came out I think right out right about that time so yeah they retired it's it it's okay you're fine day three I never got gold so what, I'm gonna be okay. fine back to day three what are you doing um that's the only thing oh, I really have like actually yeah. planned like the actually no I'm sorry the only other thing is the um the uh, the Omegathon the finale. I w- which is like the the end yeah. of packs. I will be there's a couple panels depending on how I feel. Um, collecting games without going broke or getting scammed with Chris Kohler, who is an editor mm-hmm. for Wired, I believe. Um, so I might check that out. Which I am pretty famous because I ate lunch at the table <laughs> next to Chris Kohler. <laughs> like he was the next table. This actually happened. Yeah, happened. When was this? Uh, Pax sometime. Were you like, where were you? Was that the, was it that like, was it like an Irish? Well, it was the. Oh, the one attached to the hotel? Yeah, that was, uh, mix something because it's an Irish place. Mix something. And then the only other panel, um, (laughs) another board game one, it's tabletop game production and manufacturing. So, um, I might do all those board game ones just to kind of soak up any kind of information that, you know, because I I have no I have no idea where to begin with that kind of stuff. So any kind of information I can get will be great. Hopefully, we find a publisher that wants our game. Um, yeah, I think that if you if you somehow found a publisher, like if you could work with them to maybe find an alternative to your uh, your hippo and crossfire yes. gun uh, situation, you might be able to have something there. Yeah, it, it, we we had people very interested in the game. Um, not necessarily yeah. to sell it, but people wanted to interview to us it. and play it, and they're like, "Yeah, check this yeah. out." I mean, it 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 was definitely promising, and and hopefully we have if if we have even a fraction of what it was uh, last year, this yeah. year, then I, I'm happy. So, oh god, yeah, and um, someone took a video of it too last year, so I think we'll po- we'll post that with the uh, with the blog post. Yeah, I'll have to too. find it. Yeah, I I think I have it in my favorites somewhere, so I'll find yeah. it for you. It's um. It's, yeah, if not, uh, we'll we'll definitely try. I'll, I will personally try and get a video of it this year yes, too. We'll, we'll be. That's another um, thing. We're going to be taking uh, a fair amount of video this year um, at Pass, yep. and that'll actually probably be our first thing on the YouTube page. Is going to be that once it gets edited. Yeah, so, that'll probably be the easiest thing to kind of get yeah, on there to start. Just, so. just we're just going to have fun with it, and we're not focusing the weekend around filming. We're just going to when we have time, we're going to do some filming and. Yep. Yeah. We have some it'll be exciting. Anything else yeah. about PAX? I mean I'm I mean there's so much more I could talk about. We've but been talking for almost two hours now. 
Yeah, I know. This is gonna be like a ninety-minute podcast okay. at least. So it's well, I think like five minutes ago it was just about peanut butter sauces, the harpoon too. Yeah. So. When you when you when, 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 <laughs> last time I just kept saying Craig's getting peanut butter sauce. <laughs> so I mean, uh, I th- I think this is enough of a pre-discussion, and then the next yeah, time we next... can talk about you know the actual the actual results where we talk about how great of a time we had, and if not, it'll be a terrible yeah, ne- time. Yeah, ne- next yeah next episode is our recap on packs, and then um. Imagine if like one of us died and we had to like recap about the weekend. <laughs> I mean, not not even not, not like one of us, but like if like if like let's just say Sean died in packs. Like, <laughs> I, hey, I, I can car. imagine. Uh, this is Craig. Brad died. You'll never hear this because I don't know how to edit it or upload it. But <laughs> I'm making enough footage to not have to edit it. But I'm going to learn how to upload it to a different website because I don't have to log in for the blog spot. But that's not my problem. Yes, hey. you do. Do I? Oh yeah, I guess I do because it's probably easy enough to figure yeah. out. Yeah, pre-packs. Super excited! It's a week and a half away as of recording. When you hear this, it's three days away. And yeah, stay tuned for the following episode, which will be our post-packs recap. Which so if you hate packs, don't listen for the next this episode yeah. or the next one. But you already listened to this one if you're at this point. So whatever, don't listen, yeah, don't to, the listen to the next one. <clears throat> so yeah. Um... On that note, that note, I think we're all set. I'm super excited, and fuck you all. I mean, I love you. Goodbye. Go to my panel Friday at three o'clock at the uh, the Cuttlefish Theater at, which is the bottom floor. Yeah, I got it. And yeah, America. And and be sure to uh, check out my board game. It's called Super Amalgam Deluxe. It's going to be at PAX. The link will be on the, the blog spot. The link will be spot. on the blog spot. We're on Facebook. Follow, Like the Facebook page to follow you know, updates on the progress of the board game and whatnot. Um, so, yeah. Until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye forever. Bye forever.